Kyle Larson here in the Freak Nation. And Kyle, talking about the dirt late models, we've asked you this before, and I don't know if you got in trouble from this, where we said if it paid the same to run on dirt, would you, and you had to make a choice between NASCAR and dirt racing. I mean, you had the same living, same comfortability. Would you choose dirt racing over a NASCAR ride? I mean, it does, like, it honestly, I think everybody asks me that question because they, they expect a certain answer, but it doesn't matter to me. Um, you know, I just, I love racing. It doesn't matter what type of car I'm racing or, or what. As long as I'm in a race car, I'm happy. So uh, it, it doesn't matter to me. I like how you looked over your shoulder. Sorry, Kenny. I like how you looked over your shoulder. Is your wife right there? Like, well, honey, is it okay if I do dirt, if it pays the same? (laughs) Well, we got to do a lot of it last year and it's, uh, it's time consuming for sure. So she probably enjoys not time dirt racing. (laughs) What, what I haven't followed that up with Kyle Larson here in the Freak Nation, Lucas Oil Studios is when did that love for racing happen? And, And let me follow that up with, me being a soccer player back in the day, I loved playing soccer, but there was a time when I loved playing soccer. Then there was a time that I got burnt out on it because I was playing so damn much. Does it get to that point for you where I just need to take a freaking break? Um, I think I think as long as you're winning and or contending and being competitive, then it's fun. Um, you know, there's been you know a couple times and a couple stretches where. Yeah, I've gone a few weeks with struggling. You're like, ah, oh, I just need a, I just need a break. I just need to get my mind away from racing, but you can't. Um, but you know, for the most part, I, I love racing, and um, and I've loved it since I started. So, and I and I love being busy with it too. You know, I, I feel like times when I'm at home, not doing anything, I'm honestly bored, <laughs> and probably, you know, find myself in more trouble than, than if I was just at a racetrack in a race car. So, um, but no, I, I, I love doing it. I especially love getting back to doing the dirt stuff. Cause I don't get to do it as much as I used to. Um, so it's cool to just be around these fans and, um, you know, Caitlin, we have a merchandise trailer here. So she really enjoys, you know, doing that part of it and selling, selling t-shirts and stuff. So it, it's, it's a lot of fun. Do your kids help with the sales as well? <laughs> They're not here this weekend, but um, I think if anything, they probably get in the way of her selling. <laughs> so uh, I would say they don't help. But um, Owen's pretty popular, so maybe maybe yeah. he, uh, maybe he attracts some people there. Yeah, between all the racetracks, he's. I mean, Kyle, you're going to be at the top of the list for a very long time, but. It is right now Owen that is stealing some headlines on social media every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. He, uh, like I said, he's popular. I think, I think, just him, you know, and, and the victory lane stuff, and getting on the wing, or you know, <laughs> now that he's doing his own racing and stuff, it's uh, it's cool. He, 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 uh, he'll joke with me every now and then too. Like, Dad, I'm more famous than you. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> I think that's hilarious. <laughs> Oh, them's fighting words. So, okay, you and Owen, you and Owen in a drag race, who wins? A drag race? Mm -hmm. Um, Probably him since he's lighter than me, a lot lighter. (laughs) He's not afraid to stand on the gas either. Would you let him win? Oh, no, for sure. I I never let him win. (laughs) I want him to learn what disappointment's like (laughs) at a a young age so he can deal with it and and, uh, get over it quickly. 
Kyle Larson, when you were racing uh, a cup race at Sonoma, you said some interesting things about leave me alone. I'm in the car. I don't care what's going on outside. I just want to drive. Does that help you get that feeling amplified when you're in a dirt car? Um, I don't, I mean, as far like, I think what you're talking about is after the first stage, they were kind of asking me about the strategy and stuff that we were on and I didn't know. And, and I don't really <laughs> care. I just kind of just drive and, the less stuff I have to worry about, the the more I can focus on my job of just driving and hit my marks and stuff. So, um, yeah, I mean, I guess in a dirt car, you don't have people in your ear and stuff, you know, talking to you so you can focus a little bit better. But, um, yeah, I, I just try and stay out of, I mean, I, I like to listen, you know, before the race and stuff. But once I'm in the race, I kind of forget about it all and pit when they tell me to pit. <laughs> You were out of the dirt car for a long time, and then last year you got a chance to reacquaint yourself with that love. Uh, were you surprised that you were uh, as pleased and as successful as you were when you got back in the car? Uh, well, I've never fully been out of out of a dirt car. Um, once I started NASCAR racing, it kind of I did less of it, but I still would race probably. 30 times a year which is you know almost the length of a cup season but you know last year uh, i got to run you know over 90 races and uh we won about half of them so it was good to just get uh get kind of in a rhythm and in a momentum of, of racing you know sprint cars and stuff and, and having success and proving to myself that i could do it if i really if i really was committed to it um and be super successful but, um, yeah, and then this year has been good, too. You know, I, I've raced – I'm racing the full cup season and um, still, you know, going to run probably 50 to 60 dirt races. You race so many different kinds of cars, like we were just talking about. So what are you like behind the wheel on a highway? Like, what is Kyle Larson – will you try to get out of a ticket? Have you ever had a ticket? Do you have numerous tickets? Who are you behind the wheel on the regular road? You better say yes, Larson. <laughs> I think that's probably a better question for my wife who rides you know, shotgun with me. But um, <clears throat> I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like, I mean, I don't go the speed limit, but I'm not, I'm not <laughs> out there like the fastest car on the road. I, you know, I, I typically set the cruise at about four to seven miles an hour over the speed limit. And um, I definitely have had my fair share of speeding tickets for sure. Um, and I never, I never try and talk myself out of it at all. Um, usually I'm just super cooperative and try to be the nice guy, hoping that it, it gets me out um, of a ticket, but it usually doesn't work. Has the highway patrol, when they get up to the car and say license and registration, has the officer looked at you and said, whoa, I know you. Uh, does that mean that you get off easier or what? Tell us what that experience is like. <laughs> I don't, not that I know of off the top of my head. I don't think that's really happened to me before. Um, maybe once, uh, I think around home and I might, I might've got let go. <laughs> um, but <laughs> funny story, actually speaking of that stuff. Um, so this year I won, the chili bowl and came home and uh dr lynn she's the chiropractor for like a lot of the nascar teams and stuff and she's married to a sheriff which i had never met him before 
but um, I was leaving a buddy's race shop middle of the day and uh, driving back to my place, which was only like a mile and a half away. And uh, the sheriff was I was going like, you know, under the speed limit. So I was like, well, I'm just going to roll by him going the speed limit. Well, he, he, uh, I think he recognized me obviously. So he pulled me over and I'm like, man, what am I like? I was excited to get pulled. I'm like, cause what is he possibly pulling me over for? You know, I was going the speed limit, but I passed him. <laughs> so I, I, you know, roll the window down and he's like, you know, sir, um, yeah, I'm pulling you over, um, for, for robbery, <laughs> stealing, stealing all the, everybody's money out there in Tulsa. Uh, yes. so I started dying laughing. He's like, Oh yeah, I'm Dr. Lynn's husband, blah, blah, blah. So, uh, no, that was, that was cool. But, um, yeah, that was, that was definitely funny. <laughs> Kyle Larson here in the freak nation, Lucas Oil studios and Kyle, this might be a tough answer for you, but the improvement in your racing from Ganassi to Hendrick is immeasurable. It's incredible what you've been able to do, whether it's race wins or top fives or top 10 finishes. What's been the big damn difference? I mean, I know you can't bag on Ganassi, but come on, man. It's it's obvious something's different, buddy. Yeah, I mean, I think, <clears throat> listen, when I was at Ganassi, we outran Hendrick a lot. So <laughs> I think I think in these last probably four or five years, they've worked really, really hard to, you know, because they're, I mean, obviously – Hendrick has high standards and, and there for a little bit, they, they weren't very great um, by any means. So, you know, I think they dug down deep and went to work really hard and have gotten the race cars a lot better and um, pit crews better. It seems uh, from what I, what I hear of you know, last year and stuff. So it's uh it's fun for sure. You know, being in a, in a great race car and being able to go out there and kind of control the races and you know, run your own pace and, not have to overdrive to try and make up for things and stuff like that. So um, they just have amazing people working there. You know, Mr. H is a great owner, a great leader. And, and I think everybody loves working for him too. So I think that's what, you know, they have that attitude. Uh, it really helps the performance of the race cars. So it's been fun to go out there and um, compete for wins against my teammates here these last you know, four weeks. And um, you know, hopefully we can continue to, to bring that speed to the racetrack. Kyle, whether it's one of the mile-and-a-half ovals or – regardless, if it's an oval versus a road course, is it easier to puff your chest out when you win a freaking road course versus an oval like you did at uh, Sonoma? I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> I don't feel like you're, I'm the type to puff my chest out any, ever. <laughs> but um, I think it – I think it's really cool that we were able to go out there and win on a road course because there's a lot more of them this year. And, you know, Chase and Martin have been so dominant on them that, uh, you know, now kind of add my name to that. Uh, hopefully, you know, it's just one it's just one race that I've won, though, on a road course. So, you know, hopefully when we go to Road America or whatever, it might be the next one. Hopefully we have speed again and can contend. But, um no, it's it's good to know that I've got a shot to win probably at every type of racetrack right now, I think is the the greatest thing for us. So what's left for Kyle Larson then? I mean, clearly you've got a lot of racing left, and I would assume the championship is is definitely on the bucket list. 
But you've said in the past and you've had opportunities for the Indy 500. Are we going to see you when Kenny brought up Ganassi? It kind of made me think, wait a minute. Are we going to ever get a chance to see you maybe back with Ganassi at the 500? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I've It's something that I, I want to do, but it's not like a super big priority to me right yeah. now. Um, you know, I'm so busy with all the racing that I do. I think to really go to the Indy 500 and, and put in, to be able to put in the time and the effort, it takes a lot of time and effort. So, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> you know, I've had opportunities probably these last three or four years to do it. It's just timing hasn't worked out and I haven't you know, kind of scheduling conflicts or whatever it may be. I haven't been able to do it. So, um, maybe it'll work out someday, but, uh, like I said, it's not like a super big priority to me right now, but you know, never say never. Never, never. Kyle Larson, we talked to Billy Venturini uh, last week, and he mentioned your name as coming up through the Toyota downline, and they didn't have room for you at Toyota. You remember those days? uh, And do you think that you'd have been happy with Toyota? You spent so much time with Chevrolet now. Uh, I mean, yeah, everything happens for a reason. So, um, and and honestly, I think it, my career probably benefited a lot from Toyota not at the time being able to to move me up the ladder. Um, but yeah, so 2011, I raced for Keith Coons and their midget program, and uh, it was backed by Toyota. And I remember them taking me to like Chicagoland Speedway and meet with a bunch of different teams and stuff. And you know, all those teams needed money, obviously, and um, I was kind of a nobody at that point. Um, but Toyota wasn't willing to, at that point, you know, step up and have like a driver development program really past what they were doing for Keith Coons. So then, yeah, I, I signed with Chip Ganassi later that year. That was a Chevrolet team. And I think, you know, instantly Toyota was like, crap, <laughs> we just missed out. We just missed out on somebody. Yeah. And we're not going to let that happen ever again. So, you know, since then they've, they've really stepped up their driver development program. Um, and it's cool to see what they do. You know, Christopher Bell would have been the next guy after me who kind of was just like me. And, you know, we see where he's at today, but you, know, I think, I, I don't know if I would be where I'm at today had they, you know, inched me up the ranks. So I, I'm very thankful for Chevrolet and Chip Ganassi and, and all the people since then that have got me to where I'm at now with you know, Hendrick Motorsports. So, um, like I said, everything happens for a reason. And, and I think Toyota has benefited from me also, you know, not uh, from them not being able to, to move me up. Wow. Wow. Uh, one more question, a follow up from a little earlier when you talked about the growth at Hendrick. Hendrick was down for a while and people were starting to say some dismissive things of the program and now they've come back so far is that because of chevrolet putting money into the program and helping with engineering or did hendrick just get the right group of drivers and they've helped each other and the teams have just stepped up to improve the programs there yeah i i'm not really sure you know it's only my i've only been with hendrick now like six months so um (laughs) I can't really speak on where they were at before and what they're doing now and, and you know, what they're doing more of, but I'm sure it's just a combination of a lot of things. I think Chevrolet has definitely had a big part in it. I think 
you know, the engineering at Chevrolet and, and at Indian Motorsports and, and the, you know, engine alliance now with ECR and stuff. Uh, I just think there's a, a big combination of a lot of things and a lot of hard work by a lot of people to get the cars where they're at today. So um, I'm fortunate to be on, you know, in the driver's seat of that, and get to be the guy to hold the wheel and um, have fun on the weekends. Hey, Larson, hold up your left wrist again. My pit pass. What the <laughs> hell? Do you, why do you have a pit pass? You're freaking Kyle Larson, bro. You just want Sonoma. Don't you walk up and say, I don't need a pit pass. And Charlotte. Bro. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm just as normal as everybody. So, four day, <laughs> little four day pit pass here at Eldora. <laughs> we, listen, Again, he is Owen's dad. So, he still needs the signatory piece to prove that. Yeah. Again, when I was jamming a mic in your face in Northern California when you're 15 years old, I couldn't get you to say six freaking words. But now you, you've won all these damn races. You don't need a damn pit pass, Larson. <laughs> no, they're they're pretty strict here, so everybody's definitely got to have a pit pass. No, no riding scooters. The guy at the gate, he's he's difficult. But uh, like I said, I'm I'm normal, just like everybody. <laughs> That's Tony. Tony Stewart does not allow scooters at Eldora. <laughs> I, Tony probably, you know, he's got a lot more on his plate here working the track and stuff to worry about that stuff. That's all that old man rides is a damn scooter, Larson. That's all, all he can. That's, he's that, on a his, tractor a lot. <laughs> yeah, true. Well, Larson, it's always fantastic when you roll in the Freak Nation, Lucas Hole Studios, buddy. Good luck this weekend. Uh, we hope to get you back in after another big win, buddy. Yeah, thank you.